There is something magical about the moments before a storm. There is an indescribable sense of calm, a silence that allows you to hear your thoughts more clearly than you ever have before. One day, I sat in front of our house watching the wind ruffle the leaves of the trees and the clouds change color from the golden sunset hue to dark gray as rain began to fall on the dry earth. This is when the story came to me like a movie scene and the word zenith came to mind, a term that refers to the highest peak or point. This story will show that there are times when we reach our limit with certain things. May it be the peak of our patience, our relationship's pinnacle, or simply anything that reaches the highest point before we descend from it and fall. So, here's the first episode of Season 6, a story written, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Zenith, Dark Epiphany Dark clouds, raindrops falling, misty windows. I promised myself to always describe what I see in two words. I was an anxious child growing up, and this activity helped to calm me down. I am hyper aware of things and people around me. A trait that made me the target of bullying at school. This is why my parents chose to homeschool me. They claim that by doing so, I will be able to reach my full potential. But really, they're just scared of what might happen to their freak daughter. I could see it in their eyes at times. They wished they had given birth to a different daughter instead. My mother is a well-known actress who married an equally well-known director. As a result, I haven't seen either of them for the majority of my life. People expected me to be the same as they were. People expected me to like being in the spotlight. But much to everyone's dismay, including my parents, I was born an outcast, a girl who is terrified of her own shadow, a girl who wanted nothing more than to be alone with her thoughts. So they abandoned me on a large estate in the middle of nowhere, with just a slew of nannies and butlers to cater to my every need. It was with Nona that I first felt love. Since I was born, Nona has been my nanny. While my mother and father worked, she spent countless hours changing my diapers and making sure I had all I needed as a child. Unfortunately, Nona died a year ago, which worsened my anxiety. I've even been diagnosed with depression and medicated for it. To my doctors and parents' dismay, I refused to take any of those drugs. Instead, I made it a point to request a different bedroom. The mansion is located in the middle of a forest near a lake in a cemetery. 
The latter was in the back and it was the location of my new bedroom. This way, I could feel closer to Nona who is buried there. I see cold. That's how I describe the breeze touching my face as I opened the window. With it open, the bitter patter of rain on the roof is audible. I inhaled much-needed air into my lungs. Being inside this place is suffocating. I'm not permitted to go outside without a nanny, but that will change today. I put on my rain jacket and walking boots. Then I swung my legs over the window ledge before slowly descending the slick iron fire exit stairs. I chuckled at my cleverness. When I requested a bedroom swap, no one in the house suspected anything. I could picture Leon's expression when he found out about my little trip, which made me laugh even harder. The forest was teeming with life. Crickets were chirping, signaling the arrival of darkness. Birds were settling in for the night, and an occasional owl screech broke into the misty forest. I put my hands in my pockets and focused entirely on the path ahead of me. As the hairs on the back of my neck began to rise, I walked faster. The thorny branches reached out like fingers turning the once welcoming forest into a terrifying place. I'd been holding my breath for a while and finally let it out with a huff. Nana's grave has been undisturbed since my last visit. I knelt in front of her tomb and wiped the water droplets away. I said quietly, Hello, Nana. I took the candle from my pocket and carefully set it atop the structure, taking care not to disrupt her epitaph. Then, using a flint from my other pocket, I ignited the candle. And as I stared at the flames, I grinned. Every time I look at it, I'm amazed at how invigorated I feel. I'm sorry, Nana. This time, there's no wine. I haven't had time to walk down to the cellar and grab you one. I laughed. I know it sucks. If she were still alive, this is how our conversation would have gone. But Nona was old, and she died peacefully in her sleep. I wish I had that tranquility. I've never experienced a moment of peace in my life. Only muddled thoughts. Will I die peacefully? Or would I be plagued by my demons until the end of my days? A shocked cry escaped my lips as darkness swallowed my light yet again. Rain is now pelting down with a vengeance, and fierce winds are swinging the pine trees in all directions. My heart rate increased in sync with the rain. I swallowed hard when lightning struck a nearby tree. Fear filled my entire body and adrenaline began to rush in. I sprung up and dashed out of there. 
The only thing I could hear was my heart thumping in my chest. I am lost. I just realized that now. In a panic, I lost track of where I was going. Now, I'm unable to return home. That is something I am certain of. Breaking branches. Howling wind. Cold rain. I came to a halt in the middle of my tracks and attempted to calm myself. I looked up and felt the rain on my face. I screamed and screamed till my throat hurt. Muddy boots, soaked clothes, loud thunder, and I looked around. Gnarly branches, dancing shrubs, small house, light on the window. Everything seemed to freeze. My heartbeat slowed. My ears popped like I just stepped out of the sea. And I could hear again. Time began slowly and the swaying trees picked up the pace like a snowball turning into an avalanche. And then everything went back to normal. A house in the middle of the forest, a cabin in the woods. I walked in its way without hesitation. The fire's yellow-orange glow was enticing. I started running and barely came to a halt in front of the door. The door had a musky odor of ancient wood and pine. This hut had to have been here for quite some time. The wood was rough to the touch, indicating that it had been neglected for a long time. I knocked and called out. Hello? Is there anyone here? May I please come in? The door creaked open and a woman dressed in a blue frock with a torn apron stood in the open doorway, her eyes as large as saucers as she assessed my state. Oh, sweet child, what happened to you? Come on in. She invited me in and the warmth that met me soothed my cold body. Joe, fetch a fresh towel for our visitor, she said to a man by the fireplace. He rose and entered the room, which I assumed was the master bedroom due to its size. After a few moments, he reappeared with a clean white towel, which he handed to me with a smile. His massive bulk belied his genial demeanor. I said, thank you. He simply grinned and returned to his spot by the fireplace. I have a spare robe in here that should suit everybody. I prepared in case this happened and well, it happened. I mean, it's lonely living in the middle of this vast forest and an unexpected visitor is like a gift on Christmas Day. She continued. I understood what she was saying. I felt the same way. The man's baritone voice cut in. Melissa, you might scare a guest away with your babbling. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, that's the restroom there. The woman said shyly, pointing to a door on the other side of the cabin. 
if you wanted to change your clothes so we could dry them by the fire. She continued. Alright, um, thanks again. I walked the short distance to the room with careful steps. I couldn't resist smelling the towel once I was inside. It smelled like home, just like Nona. I smiled and thanked God for this family and this cabin. I carefully removed my wet clothes, dried myself, and changed into my robe. I eased the door open. Bright lights, white walls, throbbing pain. Oh my, thank God you're awake, my mother said cheerfully before I noticed her makeup. She appeared to have just gotten home from a movie shoot without changing her clothes. Mom, how are you feeling, baby? I was perplexed. I'm not sure how I ended up here, but I didn't say anything. Instead, I replied, uh, I'm fine, I guess. Thank heavens, your father is driving down from a movie set and will be here in time for us to check you out. What happened? Was my million dollar question. She looked at me with tears in her eyes and I couldn't tell when she was acting and when she wasn't. I'm truly sorry, baby. My heart is in my throat as I ask impatiently. Sorry for what? That you had an episode, she said quietly, her soft hands on my hand. But rather than feeling safe, I felt unsafe. What exactly do you mean by that, mom? She remained silent for a few moments before saying the words that would change my life forever. You've got what your grandmother had. I was screaming in my head as I stared out the window at the city lights, hoping that my mother would leave me alone in my grief. My mother exited the room as if she had heard my silent plea and I repeated these words in my head to calm myself and pretend that everything would be fine. Painful reality, salty tears, dark epiphany. I lied to you. This will be another mini-series and I hope you will join me on another roller coaster ride through Olivia's world. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this channel on Spotify or any podcasting platform and share your favorite stories with the people you care about to help us grow. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to stay up to date on our upcoming episodes. The links are on the show notes. Regine here reminding you that all stories are timeless. Have a fantastic day or evening wherever you are in the world. I feel so lost, never at home Need to be strong, every breath of Cause I can't move on till I let go
lost, I feel I'm just lost, I feel I need time to heal I can't steer the wheel Cause this drive it kills And it gives me chills A nice road it feels I slip off the wheel And crash all the steel Will I ever heal? I can't move on till I let go I feel so lost, never at home Need to be strong, every breath hold Cause I can't move on till I let go I can't move on till I let go I feel so lost, never at home Need to be strong, every breath hold Cause I can't move on till I let go